which I know my worth, I know my value, but it's still a lot when it comes to money specifically, women have a hard time with the ask. Yeah, they do. I think it's because we, we, we need to understand and fully believe in our worth. Welcome to the Big Ask Podcast, where no ask is ever too big. I'm Tara Renzi. And I'm Brooke Run. We are on a mission to give women confidence to rise and be bold, ask for what they desire, and be who they came to be. But if you want all that, you're going to have to put a little ask into it. We know that all asks come in different shapes and sizes, but the bigger the ask, the bigger the win. Welcome to the Big Ask Podcast. Hello, everyone. Can you see us? The Big Ask Podcast. I we, see us. Oh, good. Okay. We are we are good to go. So we're not the most technical group, but we are fun. And that's all that really matters. And we're determined and we make it happen, right? We are. You know, what? if you once fail, try, try again. Try again. Okay. We are officially live. Welcome to the Big Ass Podcast. I'm Tara Rinsey. And I'm Brooke Renabaum. We are so happy you guys are here. We are so excited that you're here. Is everybody excited to hear us? <laughs> oh, stop. 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 Settle down. Stop. Settle down, people. Yes, we know. Yes. We know you've been waiting a really long time. Okay. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> God, it does seem like this has been a really long time coming for us to do something together. It really has. We've known each other for what, 14 years? Yes, we know because 14 years ago, you mm-hmm. had the cutest little boutique called Bella Bees. I had just had my first son, Ben, and I was always feeling very unstylish. And you yes. always made me feel very stylish. Yes, we had you come in. I remember you, I mean, just so beautiful with your little baby and you would come in and we styled you in the coolest Ed Hardy $200 t-shirt. Do you remember that? Like all the bedazzle and everything? With inflation, that would be like a $400 t-shirt. Yes, it would. Boom, yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Yep, that would for sure. Sure, but you well, did. Sure. You always yeah. made me feel so great. And then you moved on and now tell us you're a business, you're a business coach for women. Yes. I'm a business mentor to women. And this is why Tara and I really want to partner is our mission is really just to help women rise, be bold and be who they came to be. And my mission is to really help women scale their businesses and create incredible branding and learn a line strategy. And I just, I love that I get to do this. I can't even believe I get to call it a job because it's just so much fun. And you're so good at it. I actually had the good fortune to do your Lux branding experience. And most people would not think this because as a keynote speaker, as an author, you know, I'm on stage, I'm in front of the camera all the time, but I dread doing photo shoots. Yes. Dread them. Like, Mm -hmm. Like the week, like the Brooke has like a sixth sense of like knowing when something's up and she'd be like, are you cool? Are you so cool about the photo shoot? And I'm like, girl, I need photos, but I hate photo shoots until I did Lux branding. And it was so seamless. So fun. We did get kicked out of the hotel. 
we did get kicked out of the hotel because hotels are getting strict on photo shoots now, but we got the most incredible shots of you and, you know, to be able to work with you and your beauty, you're my girl crush with you. We've talked about that many, many times. So, you know, it was a mutual love affair. I feel the exact same about you. Blonde Brooke. So if you ever hear me call her Blonde Brooke, it's because we have a friend who is also Brooke and we call her Little Brooke. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) But not me, but not Big Brooke. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to be big. Is not big. She's like <laughs> also like the size of a minute. So we have to we had to we had to call her blonde. Please don't ever change your hair color. Yeah, no, I won't. I won't. Okay, so Brooke and I, we've been, you know, we, we scheme a lot behind the scenes doing crazy fun wild stuff from photo shoots to, you know, vacations to lake trips to just hanging out. But one of the things that we have talked about over and over is really both of our missions to empower women to rise boldly, to be who they came to be, to never play small, to go all in on themselves. And one of the things we were talking about one day was that we think the primary, one of the primary reasons women play small is because they are afraid to ask, to afraid to ask for what they want. And so I was telling Brooke over coffee recently that I had read this study about women and men applying for jobs. And one of the reasons that, you know, it's coming out that there is a workforce wage gap um, is because a lot of times women don't step up to the plate and play like men do in the corporate world. So the study said for a promotion, for a job promotion, that a man would apply if he met six of the 10 requirements. Mm. Most women would not apply unless they met 10 out of the 10 requirements. So 60% for men, they're like, hell yeah, I got this. Women, they're like, oh, I fell short in this one thing. I would never want to ask for that. It would be way too much. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's the thing with women, right? Is that we feel like there's like this sense of perfectionism, especially now with like social media and all the things. And so we feel like if we don't meet the requirements or some of us, I feel like are even afraid to ask for more, then we just simply don't apply because we have the fear, right? We have the fear of really applying and really giving it our all and asking the big questions. And so I find that so interesting because for you and I, like you just have to like go for it, right? We have to apply ourselves, ask the big questions and just go after what we truly desire. Yeah. It is easier said than done though, because sometimes, you know, we get nervous about asking for things I know every time I as a you know as a keynote when you started as a keynote speaker you basically speak for free and then you speak for a little bit and then you speak you know you keep upping and upping your your keynote fee and there's sometimes I still get nervous asking for what my set fee is which I know my worth I know my value but it's still a lot when it comes to money specifically women have a hard time with the ask yeah they do I think it's because we 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 need to understand and fully believe in our worth, you know, and I think like money is just such a tricky, tricky subject to begin with, again, which is why the woman probably doesn't apply for the job is because they don't fully are embracing and believe in their full worth. Does that make sense? Because as yeah. women, we just play so many different roles and I just feel like we feel like financially some of that stuff gets diluted. Does that make sense? Yeah. And we're just afraid we're afraid to ask. We're afraid to put ourselves totally out there. So we've got a bunch of stuff cooked up, what we're going to be doing with this podcast. We're going to tell you at the end how we're going to walk the walk and talk the talk. So you want to listen all the way to the end because it's really a really kick-ass, amazing concept that's going to be really fun. And we'll put us in the face of rejection 
so much. You know, that is the main reason people don't ask is they don't like to hear no. They don't like to feel like, you know, they're not good enough or not enough. And that no, every time you you put an ask out, you risk a no. And so we're going to tell you about that at the end, but we're going to talk a little bit today just about little asks and big asks because we like asks of all sizes. And no ask is ever too big. Like you just have to go and ask, right? You have to ask the questions. So I just recently, we were talking about this. I just recently did a small ask. And it's interesting because it was something for my family. So I'll just go ahead and kind of tell you the story. So we, my husband and I wanted a date night. And we already were, had asked a couple of our babysitters and they were busy, right? So I didn't want to ask my mother-in-law. She has a lot going on. I did, my mom was already busy, but we really wanted to go and watch the KU game. Okay. Rock and, so, shot, baby. and I didn't want to put her out. And so I hesitated asking, you know, I was like, can you watch the kids? So that way I can surprise Nick and we can go watch the KU game. Tara, she was so excited that we asked, you know, that I asked her to watch the kids. But I have, I think as women, we're afraid to put people out, right? We just don't want to, you know, put family out or whatever. And so we hesitate to ask. It's so funny because sometimes the little asks are the ones we're most hesitant about. Do you agree? Right, right. Well, the little asks are, and I, you know, as someone, you know, we have two, we we, have two boys. I have two boys. Brooke has a boy and a girl, in case you don't know. My boys are middle schoolers, so you could start asking them if they want to babysit. Like, okay. We're that okay. Um, although, side note, I had two older brothers, and every time my parents would hire a boy babysitter, I cried. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe Ben and Jack might be the ones crying with Maverick, you know, because he's a handful. My son is seven, and he is every bit of the name Maverick. So loving, amazing. My boys were like that too. Yeah. So we grew. So we grew up. I my boys have we we've lived in Kansas City since they were little, and we didn't have family in town for so mm-hmm. long. And so we had kind of an ongoing joke when the little when they were little is the only help we have is is them is hired. Yeah. Because yeah. we didn't have anyone to ask, and now even to this day, sometimes I feel so guilty asking my mom, even though she loves you know, yes. helping with the boys. Yeah. And you just feel like, oh my gosh, we're putting, you know, is it going to put her out? Is it going to be too much? I mean, she can say no. Exactly. And, I oh, know. and she has said no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm sure so many women that are listening to this, they can relate to this, you know, like it's the little ask where you feel like you're putting people out that you just don't want to ask. But the reality is, is people, like you said, love to say yes. Like they really do. And they know if they can help, they're going to help. And if they can't, they can simply just say no, and that's okay, right? Well, and I think that one of the keys to the little ask is how you say it. Like, how mm-hmm. do you put your ask into it? That's you right. know, if you're, you can go about things with, you know, kindness, with giving people even a, a small out. Like, I know how busy you are. I know this might seem like a big ask, but, you know, Nick and I really want to go watch the KU game. I don't know if you're busy or not, but if not, would you be, you know, in, would you entertain watching it with the children, you know, that's with the right. kids? Which is so different than, hey, I need you Saturday night to watch the kids. Like, you know, I mean, there's so many ways that you can ask politely. And I think we, we forget about that sometimes. And we forget that people like to say yes. Okay, so that is such a great question. So this is an ask that actually we just had in our home. So my daughter at her school, they had these little baby, no, like, um, lizards, okay? 
well, if you don't, my daughter is such an animal person. And if you don't take them home, they feed them to snakes at a pet shop. Okay. So my daughter, like she doesn't kill a bug. So she's in full on panic mode. And she says, mom, can I, can we, can we bring the lizard home? And I said, well, it's all in how we ask dad, right? <laughs> it's all in how we ask the question and the timing has to be perfect. So there was a couple times over the last few days where she wanted to ask and I would go, shake my head. No, I'm like, it's not a good time. You know, this is not a good time. So finally we, we got to the question, when I got to the question, it was the perfect time and he couldn't say no. So we're getting a pet lizard. So Wait, it really- it home for the weekend or for no, life? It's, it's permanently gonna be here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's what called a baby knoll. What lizard is this? It's a little baby knoll. It's like this size. Well, you guys can't see it. It's probably about four inches and the name is Chocolate. It's of the little baby knoll. And my daughter has gotten grown really attached and she, really got freaked out when the teacher said they'll feed it to a snake at the pet shop, right? So this right. baby knoll is coming home, but it was all in timing and how you ask. Oh yeah, so, we had we had the hamster, but this was a, like a spring break commitment. Yes. The school hamster. Yeah. I mean, these things can live for a very long time. So I don't know if my husband's thought that deep into the question, the ask. I think it's like a fish. Right, right, they exactly. They die quickly. So, yeah, exactly. I've never had a fish live longer than like, a few months. Same, same here. Okay, so what has been one of your recent little ask? A little ask? Mm -hmm. Hmm. Okay, well, this is kind of an ongoing little ask for me, which this will surprise you because you would think I would not have a hard time just like, you know, expressing myself with a little ask. But I, okay, so Scott and I love to go out to eat. Mm -hmm. We are, I mean, I, I wouldn't, I, I don't know if we're considered foodies, but we love to go try new foods. And one thing we love, shocker, is craft cocktails. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I, we are the people who like give us the cocktail menu and we want to order just some, some interesting cocktails. But the problem is for me, sometimes I get the cocktails and I'm just like, ooh, this is not what I thought or I don't like it. Mm -hmm. So, but now this is like a $12 cocktail, you know, sometimes 15, maybe 25 right. if you're in Vegas. I don't know. Right. But if I get one I don't like, I don't want to ask the server to return it. Like, I I don't want to say, hey, I don't, and they come over, they're like, how's your drink? I'm like, oh, mm, mm. <laughs> and so Scott's like, babe, just tell them and ask for something different. Now, Scott, in his defense, he has the waiter's mind because he was server of the month at Red Lobster. Oh, in college. Yep. We should give him a round of applause. He needs, Scott needs a round of applause. Yes, he does. He, he knows his way around the, um, he knows his way around the Red Lobster menu. Here you go, Scott. This yeah. is for you. Good job, Scott. I know, I know, I know. You know, he said the people at Red Lobster were generally shitty tippers, but yeah. that's beside the point. Okay, you can't <laughs> ask for a tip. You have to earn it. Okay, so what do you do? Do you drink okay, the drink? So, he's, so I'm always like, oh my god, I don't, I don't really like this, but I don't know what to do. He's like, just ask the waiter to bring something else, and he, I'm always like, you do it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and he's and he always does. You know, he's like, hey, you know, she doesn't really like this, which just makes me look dumb. I mean, the waiter has to be like, can't you speak for yourself, girl? But, and to be honest, I'm so shocked because it's you. I know. And yeah. the thing is, is guess what the waiter says every time? Oh my gosh, no problem. Not a yes. big deal. Like yes. first off, that drink costs the, the, the bar like 50 cents. Yep. And, and they didn't they, make it. 
and they want me to be happy, right? They want the good tip and they don't make it. And they're not thinking two hours after, like, I can't believe that bitch didn't like that drink. Yes. Like, yes. What's wrong with her? Ruin, ruin the whole night because you want a different drink. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, that's just a little ask, mm-hmm. you know, but we're always afraid. Like, why am I afraid? This is some a waiter I will never see again. And there's a nice way to ask, right? I not think- like, Hey, this drink sucks. Bring me exactly. something else. But I think it goes back to like the original ask, right? Is you don't want to put people out, right? So we just don't want to ask. So our re- my roles with Nick and I are we're reversed there. So he'll get a meal, not like it, and like just push through. Like he will just like eat through the meal, right? Whereas I can tell he doesn't like it. So then I say, well, he doesn't like it. And here's my husband, this big, strong guy. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not really liking it. You know, he's just trying to push through. So we have switch revolves and I'm like, okay, just get something different. Get something yeah, different. Meals are harder though, because then you have to wait. I know. And then you're it's done awkward. eating and then you have yeah. to watch him eat. We're like with booze, you know, you might yeah. as well get what you want. If you're, if you're, yeah. if you're consuming the alcohol, but I do agree. It's harder with food. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. But you just send it back. You don't care. No, I just say, you know what, because we're paying for it. It's like a $30, $40 meal. And I just say, you know, can we please send this back? And they don't care. Oh, my gosh, yes, pick out whatever you want. It's no big deal. But we just don't want to put people out, right? They don't care. You're so right. They don't care. And I think this goes back to every time we're in an ask situation, we're not, we we are so self-absorbed with our own ego Mm -hmm. that we are afraid to just ask for the small thing because that other person isn't going to be thinking about it. Like no. they're never going to lose any sleep. They're not, unless, you know, you ask them for like a free meal, like yeah. over and over and over and you're rude or you're rude about it. Right. Again, I think it goes back to the delivery, right? Like, I think it goes back to how you ask the question, but I think for, we've got to, we've got to realize and speak up and speak our truth. Like if something, we don't like something, or if we really want something different, we just have to ask the question because you're right. After 30 seconds, we ask them the question. They're not even thinking about that ask anymore. Whereas right. we're sitting there and we're like, oh my gosh, I hope they're not upset. You know what I'm saying? But they could care less. They just want you to be happy. Right. Well, and I think it, the the ask, like these little asks are what set us up for big asks, because we're going to talk about in a second. But sadly, like we are being programmed to not speak up, like That's to right. be silent, to not talk about things. There was a little issue in our neighborhood. Well, actually not a little issue. We live on a golf course. A big one. And, yeah. and some people didn't want the zoning to go through and they use their voice. Well, many of us wanted it to go through, but we didn't want to create riffraff in the neighborhood. We didn't want to create tension. We didn't want to create, you know, our kids go to school together. So right. we didn't speak up and their voices won, right? Because they were the squeaky wheel. And so I think it goes to show if something's important to you, speak up, stand up for yourself. And this is what we teach our children too, you know, Mm -hmm. is to ask for what they want, put themselves out there. You know, Ben, uh, my oldest son, he's going to a new high school. And although he didn't get an academic scholarship, I encouraged him, I said, you should apply for these other scholarships. Well, he had to ask, he had to put himself out there and he ended up getting a scholarship and he was so elated. And I was just like, this is why you have to apply. Like you have to apply yourself. You have to put yourself out there. You have to talk about your accolades and ask for what you want and what you deserve. 
That's right. And I love this, Tara, because I think especially over the last like few years, right, with COVID and everything that's going on, we've kind of been taught to suppress the way we truly feel and suppress the like are the things that are topics that are really actually important to us and fear of either hurting people's feelings or and fear of being canceled, you know, all the different things. And the reality is, is that our voices need to be heard, but you can deliver it and do it in a way that is respectful and have a conversation where you can see both sides of the conversation, right? And so I think that we have to teach our children. And it's so funny, I was just going to bed last night and all this stuff started flooding through my mind about living with faith, with faith over fear. And so what I teach my kids and I teach my clients is you have to walk with fear like your favorite handbag, put over your shoulders and keep moving forward. Like you cannot live in fear because then you're not gonna ask the questions, you're not gonna move forward, you're not gonna create the life that you truly want. You have to walk with fear and walk with faith. And so I think that we have to teach our children that and we have to go back and teach ourselves that, that live with the fear, ask the big questions, ask the little questions and really go after what you truly want. Right, and you know what? Do you remember, do you, can you even remember the last time you had a major rejection? Like I, I, I was thinking about this and the last like major rejection to where I was like, so bummed, been at, like, I don't even like, I don't, I don't think we remember these, the nose, the little nose. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we might remember the bigger ones, but mostly mm -hmm. we remember the wins. And that is, that is such a great point. Like I can't remember you know, my last big rejections at all. But this is something I also teach my kids is like the little no's or the no's that you don't get what you really want in your life are God's blessings, right? Like the no's blessings the right to, per, per, to give you the right yeses, the things that are meant to be for you and in your life. So if you're told no and you ask the question, think, be like, thank you, because something bigger and greater is coming, you know? Absolutely. Like, I truly believe that everything in our lives have gotten us to where we are today. Yes. And if you look back on that, it's a series of no's. It's a series of things that didn't work out that always work out. That's another saying I have it. Not working out always works out. Yes. And I literally, you know, and I, as a keynote speaker, there's a lot of gigs I don't get, you know, I'll get a call from my agent and she'll say, Hey, it's between you and five speakers. I'll make a hype video. I'll do all this stuff. And then I won't get the, the deal. And honestly, like, I'm always like, okay, well, on to the next thing. Like, I wasn't for them. It wasn't the right audience. It wasn't meant to be. Something else is going to come up in that spot. And so I just, I really do think that we 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 forget about the no's and the yeah. rejections. And we yeah. really remember the big wins because big ask is trending. Yeah, it is. The big ask <laughs> is trending. The and big ask, big asks are trending everywhere. That's right. But here's the thing, like when you get denied, right? And that's what it is. Like when they say, you know, no, thank you. We're going to use a different speaker. Is there a part of you that ever is like, oh my gosh, I have fear that I'm never going to get another speaking gig, you know, again? The answer is no. Like you have faith, like something is going to be bigger and greater that's meant for you and that exact audience that needs to hear what you're saying. Right? Right. Like, and, and here's the thing. It does sting, right? Like yeah. nobody likes rejection. We really don't. But like everything with time, go, time goes on, you get over yeah. it. Like, you know, and you have to know that like, this is part of life is putting yourself out yes. there and getting no's and rejections. You know, right now, um, I just reprinted my, the second, uh, I just went on a, a, the second reprint of my book. 
which has been really exciting, right? Like I should be like, yeah, yeah. So in the meantime, I'm like, you know, gosh, now I've got this thing. I've been working on the children's book to follow it. My next book, I'm like, I probably should, maybe I need a literary agent. Like I need an agent to get me in with a publisher because I've self-published. Just so you know, it's like rejection after rejection after rejection, but no one's going to be like, hey, we heard you wrote this book and we want to sign you. Like, I mean, that's like getting discovered, which just right. doesn't happen. You have to put your ask out there. You have to put your, right. your ass and your ask out there. So let's talk about big ask because the bigger the ask, the bigger the reward, <laughs> the bigger the reward. So tell me about your biggest ask. So my like biggest, you can think of to date, to date, the change that truly changed everything okay so my biggest ask i i graduated from high school i did not go to college um i went straight into real estate school and i'm working for a builder and i'm like you know this at even at let's see what was i 24 at the time and i was thinking to myself this is not really what i want to do like i always loved fashion i've always loved helping women i did a lot of retail when i was younger and i was like i'm gonna open a boutique so I turned 25, which came into play Bella B's, right? Well, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, okay, how am I going to get the money to pay for the inventory, the build out of my store, all the different things? And so I started researching and my grandfather had an end with a bank and he said, I will set up a meeting for you, but I'm not going to do anything else. I want you, if you want this, you really have to show up and ask the big questions, right? And so I called the bank, we set up a meeting. I planned and did a business plan and like I, you know, the trifold for like papers that you use whenever the cardboard, whatever it is for the like science projects. For a science fair? Yeah. So I built out my boutique. You built a science fair project? I, I was like, this is going to be my Bella B store. And I got like a fuzzy piece of rug and like glued it on there and had like the store all laid out. And I'm standing there at the bank doing a live presentation in front of the president and a couple other people that were in there. And I'm telling them about my store and how I'm going to show up. And this is what I'm going to do. And this is how women are going to feel. And it's like, I just, I asked the big question. I needed a line of credit, you know, to do this store. And at the very end, he sits at the, looks at me and he says, Brooke, we're going to take a chance on you and we're going to give you the line of credit. And you got it. You and got, I got it. Yeah. And I got it. I got the line of credit. And the next thing I did is I went and I hired a buyer who could help me figure out the portions I needed for inventory and all the things and just went moving forward. I was 25 years old. No college education, no background in owning you know, a store, no entrepreneurship skills, nothing. And I just made it happen. And today that changed my entire life. You know, it changed my entire life. I did the store for six years before I had my daughter. I franchised one store out into another city here in Kansas City. And it was the most incredible time in my entire life. Well, it feels like money is really hard to do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's a, that is a huge ask. And you know what? That changed the trajectory of your success because you made so many connections in Kansas city and became, yes. you're like one of the most well-connected people I know. Like everyone's like, Oh, Hey Brooke. I'm like, how do you know Brooke? Like, <laughs> but everywhere we go, people know who you are. And so much of it, they're always like, Oh, Bella B's. They go back yes. to that. I built some of the most incredible relationships that I still talk to today, including you. I mean, you're one of my closest friends. 
And it is something that I will be forever grateful for. It actually makes me emotional because it just, it changed everything for me. You know, I love these women coming in my store that thought, hey, I could never wear anything in here. And I'd say, give me five minutes. And they would leave with an outfit feeling so beautiful, so fulfilled and just felt amazing. And that's why, like, I just love that part of my life. I know. I kind of wish you'd open up a store again. Yes. Yes. Maybe we can I know. Store. I've asked you and you're like, that ship has sailed. It has sailed. Retail's tough. It's so Retail. tough. But you kicked ass. I did. I did. It was really just, it was really a cool time in my life. Yeah. Well, so, okay. So here's my biggest takeaway from that. Mm -hmm. You showed up to that meeting, confident in yourself, confident in your brand, confident in what the store would do and the return that it would give. And this is how banks make money is by lending money, right? That's right. That's right. So, but if you would have went, went in there and played small and been like, I mean, I think it'll be a success. I think people, they would have been like, whoa, this is too risky because if you default on this, then we, you know, then it's on us. That's right. So when you have a big ask, you have to put confidence in it because mm -hmm. people are buying ultimately, no matter what you're selling, they're buying you. That's right. You have to have unshakable belief in yourself. Like you have to really, if there's something that you're so, that you desire so badly in your life, you have to create the confidence and unshakable belief in you and bet on yourself. Because if you can't bet on yourself, no bank, nobody else, no client, nothing is going to bet on you. You yeah. have to believe. And when you have that, I think believe people can feel that and they're willing to jump in with you. Well, w women love other confident women. I mean, think yes. about the last time you were in a room with someone who was confident, not arrogant, confident. She mm -hmm. lifted you up. She was positive. She wasn't having negative self-talk. She probably complimented you. And you were like, I want to be around this woman more. Yes. Like, wow, that was an amazing, you know, interaction. Yes. Yes. It, that's what I love. Like Tara and I, we have an awesome friend group and it's zero competition. It's confident women that support each other fully. And that's what I have surrounded myself with. And I know you have as well in our adult life. It's like, we are here to build other people up. We're here to, to help people shine and shine our light as well. Right. Yeah. And it's just, it is, it's very contagious when you can be that way. A hundred percent. Okay. Let's talk about my big ask. What's your big ask? My asks have gotten a lot bigger over time. <laughs> so I, whenever you told me to think about this before the show today, I was originally going to say getting on the game show, which is another story, another time, but I was on $100,000 Pyramid. Um, and that was definitely a big ask because I had to put myself out there. But when I think about my career and like the trajectory of my success in general, I... Um, I graduated from college with a communication studies degree and was one of those people that was like, I want to go into sales. Like I really wanted to be in sales. And I was working in like part-time at a consulting place in Lawrence. And so I was applying for all these sales jobs and I got a few, but I thought we were like, I don't want this job. Like this is just is not like glamorous or sexy enough or fun enough or exciting enough or didn't, you know, and I wanted, like I wanted a good paying job. And so this was the age of, do you remember like, okay, so I graduated in 99. So we were looking for jobs in the newspaper still. So, oh, like yeah. You'd get, the, you'd get the paper. I think it was like Tuesday was the day that had all the great ads in it. And you go through and you circle yeah, or whatever. Color coordinated. These like, oh, pink yeah. is my fave. Red, I'm, I'm thinking. You yeah. know what I'm saying? The good days. Yeah. 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 
Okay, and then you had your resumes that you were ready to fax, okay? Mm -hmm. So I was working at this consulting firm and I always stay late and fax off resumes. And I saw this job and it was for a national marketing director for a, a publishing company. Mm -hmm. And I was like, holy smokes, a national marketing director? Just so you know, I did not meet any of the requirements other than that <laughs> I was like, I'm a great salesperson, even though I had only sold smoothies at the juice stop, okay? Like, I, but I knew that I would be like, I just, I was so confident. So I was mm -hmm. like, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to fax my resume over. I think, you know, it made all the sounds. And yeah. then you'd, wait, and you'd yeah. be like, did it go through? I think. And then it gave you a receipt if it went through. So I was like, you know what? I'm just applying for this job. I want this job. I don't, I'm not qualified for it, but what do I have to lose? Nothing. I, but I honestly d almost did not fax it because I, I was so nervous about like being, you know, like, okay, now this is when you realize how dumb it would have been not to fax the resume, right? Like the fax machine's not going to like jump up and spit in my face. Like <laughs> okay, the next day I get a call and it's, he's like, Hey, this is Jeff Tobin with builders publishing company. I got your resume and I want you to come in and interview for the national marketing job. And I literally freaked out. I called my husband. I'm like, I got the interview. And then I, so I went in, I thought the interview went well. He brought me back in again. And he's like, I have no idea why I'm hiring you for this job, but I want to offer you the job. He's like, you don't have any experience. You are totally green, but I just feel like our customers are going to love you and that you have everything to be successful. And I went to that job and I totally kicked ass and I did great. And I made like an extravagant amount of money right out of college. And that alone set me up for everything. And it was like the first lesson I learned in the business world was you got to show up is whoever you want to be, you desire to be, and you can never play small. And if you want the job, ask for the damn job and then, then let them know why you're a perfect fit. Like right. stop playing small and stop being like, oh, I don't meet the requirements or I'm not good enough. Or I, I will look so stupid applying for that. Like even if an internal position at the company, ladies, if you're looking at the internal jobs and you're like, gosh, I'm not sure I'm completely qualified, apply for the job and go to your manager and be like, I want this job. So let's talk about it. And if they're like, well, you're, you, you're still missing some requirements be like, well, then let's get me there. Like, That's what right. do I need to do like to get there? You have to ask, like nobody cares about your success, your career advancement, what you're doing, how much you're getting paid other than you. No one cares more than you. That's right. And I think what's so awesome, which congratulations, that's amazing. And I mean, it look at that. a big ask and a big win. And I still, well, you could tell, I still get like excited thinking yeah. about that. And that was yeah. freaking 20 years ago. Yeah. But I think what's so cool, Tara, is about both of our stories, right? Like we did not know what the hell we were doing, but- we did not let the fact that we didn't know what we were going to do in both positions stop us from asking the question and going after what we truly want. I feel like as women, especially, we hold back because of fear of feeling like we don't know enough, feeling like we don't know how to fully like move forward in something. When the reality is just showing up and keeping moving and keep moving towards and like you said, show up, do the work, you'll figure it out, right? Yeah. So we don't have to always wait to feel like we know everything because we're not going to know everything. You're never going to know everything. We're ever. never going to know anything. No, but just having the confidence, belief in yourself that you know you can figure it out and keep moving forward as you do is all the difference. It's all the yeah. difference. Quit waiting to feel like you know it all because you never will know it all. 
Well, and sometimes big asks, you know, they just require you to stay the course. Like, yes. again, I might not have gotten that job, but I would have kept applying for more and the right yes. would have worked out. So I would love our listeners to think about, you know, what is your biggest ask? Like, go home yes. and have the conversation tonight with your kids. Be like, let's talk about what is something really big that you want to ask for. Or you want to do yes. my kids would be like, I'll have some Air Jordans. <laughs> like, At least nothing tangible. But yeah, I mean, exactly. you can't blame him for asking. Like Jack is the most persistent little kid because when he decides he wants something, he keeps asking. He'll, it's like he beats you down. Yep. Yep. I have one of those too. Yeah. The gnoll, <laughs> which is why we're getting a lizard next week. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. The lizard. Yeah. Oh. I know. Okay. So we talked about little asks. We've talked about big asks. We're going to be talking about all kinds of asks on the show. But, you know, if we were just blah, blahing about asks every time, the show might get a little boring. So we decided, like, what is something that we could do um, starting here in our first few episodes? And we're going to continue to do it so that you're not just hearing from us, but you're actually hearing from really big, really big people. So we decided that one of the, the primary concepts of the Big Ask podcast is that we are going to be asking really big names, celebrities, people that um, inspire us, people that you know, we look up to, to be on the show and we're going to ask them like, what are, what is your biggest ask? Like yes. what is, you know, and we're going to be learning from each other and from people who've risen all the way to the top. So I, I'm going to start because I don't want you to steal my, my person. I feel like you will steal my big, my biggest ask. I have, so I have a, I have a male and a female. Mm -hmm. My biggest ask, if I could hear from anyone on the show, I want Sarah Blakely, who is the founder of Spanx. Like her story inspires me so much. I love her. I love her family. I love Spanx. I'm actually wearing the Spanx joggers today. I just love that story. And she had to make a lot of asks to get yeah. where she wanted. So she's definitely my girl. And my boy, my boy, my boy, my boy crush, my boy, my guy. I mean, this, my man, mm -hmm. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, The Rock. I mean, you want to talk about a nice ask. We got to get the rock on. Yes, we do. I just love him. You know, I, my husband, he listens to him quite often, actually. He does the most incredible motivational speaking. Mm. And his story. He's insane. He's so insane. good. And his story is not, listen, he's had a lot of re rejection. All these people have had rejection. But yeah. they continue to ask the little and the big ask questions, right? So yeah. I think that's really important. And here's the thing. We're going to be asking some people. They're going to be saying no. We're yeah. going to get a lot of F off letters, right? Yeah. And like, yeah. now, Taryn Brooke, was not coming on your stupid podcast. But there's going to be someone who says yes. Yes. And it's going to not only be so fun and amazing and change our lives, it's going to change the listeners' lives because it's yeah. going to inspire someone to, to get out of their comfort zone and ask for what they want. Okay. I know that you're not really like a starstruck person, but I know you have a couple people that you're like, if we could get them on the big ask. Yes. So I've been thinking about this because you asked me, yes, I am not a huge celebrity person. However, there are a couple of people that do, and you know, they inspire me quite a bit. I mean, I'm inspired by so many people on a daily basis, but who I really love, and he's a, he's a shark take person, just like Sarah, and is Mr. Wonderful. Oh my God. I love Mr. Wonderful. I love Kevin O'Leary. I love his stance. I love his honesty. I just love how forward he is. And I would love to have him on this podcast. I would love well, to have you him. know that he has a thing. He's like, I will would rather invest in women than men any day. Yes. Okay. Hard working. And then we're coming for you, buddy. We're coming. For Mr. You. Wonderful. If yes. you're hearing this. Yes. 
Okay. Yes. And then my girl is, I love her because her and her husband are just, they're so bold right now. They speak the truth. They are standing up um, for what they believe in. And right now it's hard as a celebrity because you do, like you just get canceled, you get marked out. And so I love Brittany Aldine, Jason Aldine's wife. Yeah, they're a darling They're darling um, she has a really cool clothing line. She's got her own businesses. She really um, does not play off of his stardom. She's created her own way. And I just love that about her. So those would be my two. So we're going to go for it. We're just going to keep asking the big questions. We are. We're going to be asking the big questions. Now, on the next episode, what we're going to be, we have a challenge for you that Brooke's going to tell you about in just a second. So we have a challenge. We'll be um, on again next week with our second episode where we are going to be talking about your, the challenge, your little asks. And um, we're going to tell you about some of the seeds we've already planted to get our first celebrity guest on the big ask. Yes. Um, so tell them, you know, if you're not taking action after these podcasts, as Jack says, it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Jack's my son. Yeah. Blah, it, yeah. it was good, but it was just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. You got to, you've got to start taking action to get mm. results in your life. And it starts with a little ask. Let's, let's right. start with a baby ask, a little, That's a right. little tiny ask, a That's little, right. a little Brooke ask. And I think like, ask the questions and just believe that you deserve, right? You deserve, and it's okay to want more. It's okay to ask the questions. And so our, we're going to challenge you this week to head over to our Instagram page, which is at the big ask podcast. And there's going to be a white graphic that has our name on it. I want you to put in there your little ask for the week. So we want to challenge you to drop in a little ask, comment there. And then when we come back next week, we're going to talk about this little ask and see if you did something. The little asks all add up. That's right. That's right. The little and asks. And we put a little ask and we get all the confidence to put our big ask in, right. in when we need to. And as, as we say, we love asks of all sizes. That's right. And little ass can get you to your big ass, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. This was so fun. I'm so excited for our episode two. Do you like the live stream, people? If you like the live stream, we will keep the live stream going. We're also going to be on Apple Podcasts. Where else are they going to find us, Brooke? Um, Apple Podcasts. We might be on Spotify. Um, we're going to get this one all edited and beautiful, and then we'll shoot it to the different outlets, and we'll let you guys know where we're going to be. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you so much for tuning in to the Big Ask Podcast, where we love asks of all sizes. That's right. We're, no ask is ever too big. Thanks, guys. Bye. Have a great rest of your day. Bye.